afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, the only podcast about building a comedy club during a pandemic in Barcelona. I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, wonderful John Ellis. What a start. Amazing. Did I get the name right? I always the only worried. The only podcast about starting a comedy club in the middle of a pandemic in Barcelona. Yeah. All right. Man, today's the Corona cast, yeah? That's the, the one where they all got COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've was, got some we got some catching up to do because the club was closed for a week and two days. Yeah. So last podcast, we were we ended on a high. We sort of talked about a lot of ups and downs and we ended on such a buzz. Everything was going so well. All the shows were going well. We were living the high life. And little did they know. At that exact moment of recording, two out of the three people in that room had COVID. The r- coronavirus! The coronavirus, the, the much-talked-about coronavirus. Uh, yeah. So our guest today is one of the survivors. Is that not right? He's, I'm alive. He, I don't know if he can refer to himself as a survivor yes. now. No, that I seems, think so. Well, because, I feel like you're stepping on toes of yeah. other survivors. Uh, no. Okay. Let me, let me introduce our... Sure. Because he's so brave. He's so brave. And he, he survived... Uh, Apparently not with his entire brain intact, but nope. uh, most of it's there. Welcome to the podcast, our podcast producer, Mr. Zachariah Knudsen. Yeah. Hello. How is everybody today? You are we, say your are we all happy? Knudsen. Can, yeah. Knudsen. Hard, hard K, silent D. That sounds like a pickup line. I know. I've, <laughs> I've been trying to work on it for <laughs> years. How do I say, D. yeah, how do I say the silent D as uh, something that's not? I don't know. It seems demeaning to myself, like a little bit like, oh, I've the got a silent, silent. D. The Yeah. It's slipping the D silently, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely got a... Do you always think it of Street Fighter when you say it? Knusen. 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 Like, uh, yeah, it's it's got kind of... I've always thought it sounds like a German is telling you not to do something. Like, Knusen. It's very, it's got a cancel kind of sound to it. It could be a little German. Yeah. Is it German? Do you know where it comes it's from? It's Danish. It's Danish. It's very Danish. If if a Danish mm. person sees my last name before they meet me, they just start speaking Danish immediately. Really? Yeah, it's it's not a common name outside of Denmark. All cinnamon, cinnamon and raisins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking about Danish. So we, Zach, when did, so we were both positive that's, that Sunday. It, we must have been, yeah, at the right. same time. So it was the Thursday before. And we I think we even mentioned that it looked like COVID was sort of on the rise. So, right. So that week, did we talk about the the cases we, that were out at other people's shows? I don't podcast? think so much. We talked generally about the Delta variant and that people were worried about it. Mm. When we mm-hmm. recorded the last podcast, there had been a case at a different show on the Thursday night. And I guess we were just receiving the information that there was another case at our show on the Friday night. Yeah. And so what's crazy about this? So we had, I had, I hosted a bomb shelter Friday night and one of the comedians there who had been vaccinated turned out positive. His name was Eric Barry. Him and everybody in his hostel ended up being all sorts of positive. Uh, a hostel in 2021 just sounds like fucking it's asking for it. Ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like a lot of them, like the other girl that was here that had it was also vaccinated. So it's, yeah. that seems his like friend, a common, right? his friend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know, we didn't know on that Sunday. So I'm thinking, Zach, when did you start getting symptoms? Uh, it would have been 
the Monday, like really late that night, I definitely was Monday feeling night. it on Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night, wow. I kind of had like a little bit of like a kind of a thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's just all up in Were my you nose at the and show everything. On Friday? No. no. So I'm, I think that I got it from Eric and then I started getting symptoms on Monday. Right. Monday night, we had a open mic and um, a, the Artist Way workshop. Yeah. By the way, uh-huh. let's cancel. You know, oh no way! Okay. Sick of that hippie shit. Yeah. Um, oh. It's, for anyone that doesn't know, it's this is this book that's designed to help you be creative as an artist. Yeah. And it's sort of styled after a twelve-step program, like Alcoholics yeah. Anonymous, <laughs> and exactly like Alcoholics Anonymous, exactly like Alcoholics Anonymous. It requires you to like convert to christianity or believe in a higher power and like trust god yeah. to give you creative energy you have to sign up for so much more than just the being creative you part. have to write yeah. a contract with yourself which i yep. found and it, that's like super early on and i found yeah. that really cringy when i was like sitting there writing it out and i was like this feels like do, do you have any notebooks from high school where you uh, wrote the you know and no. yeah. it felt like writing one of those but now with that kind of hindsight it's like now I'm I'm just writing something That's to old. find later and so we really had, regret. I, I ran that for two weeks, mm-hmm. and every time there'd be like a little there'd be a little group of us and we're talking, and then people would come in for the open mic, and it was like I was being caught masturbating. I yeah. was always like, "Well, yeah. it's, uh, we're almost done. Uh, hold on, wait a sec. No, there'll be there'll be comedy later." <laughs> I, I fixed the lock on my second bedroom at our place <laughs> so that I could go in there in the morning and it's write. It's a metaphor, Zach. Yeah, exactly. No, I need to know who, who I you. genuinely did not want to get caught by my girlfriend doing this. It felt really? like masturbating. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, it's gross. I don't it's know. really so gross. It, I don't like the way it makes me feel. I want to stop doing it. Cool. Yeah, let's, let's find other ways to be creative. Let's do writing sessions and other stuff, but doesn't have to be Christianity or God based. <laughs> God is my creator and I create for my God. I didn't know I this know was a house of God. I didn't realize that before. It's the, uh, now that I know. Uh, Matt does a whole character, Reverend, yeah. Reverend. Dr. Matthew Murtha. That's right. Reverend Doctor. Amen. Not Dr. Reverend. Reverend Doctor. Reverend Doctor. Reverend Dr. Matthew John McCarthy. Oh, what was You uh, never saw that bit. No, I've never seen you oh do that God, bit. Oh my God, I love doing it. Yeah. It's but a, like I can't do it, so I modeled it after like Southern Black Southern Baptist preachers, right? And when I started it, it was before George Floyd and everything, and it felt good and fun, and it, like everybody's mm-hmm. in on the joke. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. after, it does not feel good anymore. These days, it's a little old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. And then I was trying to make like a a joke out of it, kind of inspired by Louis C.K., where I'm like doing the voice and saying, "Hey, man." Ha, ha, ha. And say, I know this is a bad impersonation. Uh, no, it's a bad impersonation of a Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it just no. never, yeah. yeah. Yeah, too bad. I don't think that plays in 2021. No, it does not. Hey, but we're learning. We're growing, learning. We're learning. Progressing. We are. So, uh, so yeah. So we canceled the show on Sunday. It was just as like a precaution. We didn't have anything didn't to worry. Yeah, Phil, yeah. Phil canceled the show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have ah. anything solid to worry about. We did that yeah. anyway. We were, we were open Monday. And then Tuesday we were... That was it. Right. We, we, we opened closed. Monday. I had I had the artist way and then the open mic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that night, I remember feeling like strangely tired. And uh, the next day, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And so we closed everything that Tuesday. And then I took the test Wednesday and was very positivo. Yep. And that's when we decided to close the club. Yeah. And then, so Zach, you were in the midst of your, what were your symptoms? Um, so originally it was just sleepiness. I had like a sinus infection kind of feeling okay. like that was really actually like fucking painful. Like, and you didn't get any vaccinations. 
I'm double dosed, man. Since you May, you caught it double dosed. I'm double dosed since May, so I'm I'm well outside of the two weeks. Like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Nah, man, it it beat me hard. Wow. Yeah, ninety five percent effective. Yeah, ninety five percent, baby. I'm. In, Don't look at me like that, John. I'm so I, happy to Matt be thinks the I blame him for other scientists being not very good. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Think. I don't think I know for a fact you introduced me like that now. Uh, yeah. I think. Here's another one of these wrong scientists. Here's the guy I, I think it's wrong. funny to lump all scientists together in the same. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. <laughs> you can't do it with other groups anymore. I'm just trying to like see which groups it's okay with. Uh, the scientists are still wide open. You yeah. can still. For now. Yeah. Scientists, vegans, Catalans. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's the that's the rule. You can always that shit on Americans, I think. And Americans as well. Yeah, but it's getting a little. It's we've, just not even. We've fun. done it. It's not even fun anymore. It's too easy. Yeah. So we closed for a week. A week. So when did you guys? You closed. You were open Monday. Closed <laughs> Tuesday. Opened. We didn't have anything cooking Tuesday, and then closed official Wednesday for okay for the week. So we were uh, basically closed for nine days. We opened. This past Friday, didn't yeah. do a show, just just chilled out, mm-hmm. um, and then we had a great show yesterday. Yeah, you were on your game, man. Both yeah. of you were. Cheers. Yeah, cool audience. It was just we sold six tickets. I wasn't even going to do like a proper gong show. We just sold mm-hmm. six tickets, more or less by accident. Like people just bought them. I wasn't marketing. But <laughs> I, I, meant, I don't think we should even post on Facebook anymore because like really? this weekend we're selling tickets for shows and no one's done anything. We haven't like the links haven't been right. Nothing's been right, but people are still be buying tickets. So uh, let's keep it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. all the work we've been doing. Has I been think a waste this week coming up is going to be pretty, if we want it, it can be pretty full. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I turn Friday into a birthday bomb shelter, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be packed for sure. Let's do it. Uh, happy birthday! It was uh, you, got, birthday. you got COVID on your birthday, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, just before your birthday. That's a massive bummer. It was actually honestly this this time around, I enjoyed those ten days off so much. Yeah. Because it was the first time where like uh, I wasn't working, but it was okay not to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guilt free. It come, all the guilt and I didn't have to talk to anybody and I didn't have to do anything and it's all okay. Yeah. And like all anybody ever said is like, no, Matt, just rest. And it was like really, really, really nice. You take care of yourself. Yeah. I, I had I never do that shit. And then when, you know, we come back on Friday and like you have to talk to people again. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not every story is interesting <laughs> <laughs> especially because you you were still kind of exhausted you were just worn oh, out God, i guess yeah. so it's just tired it's it's the thing now is like i can do something for like three hours and then i have to take a nap right and yeah. the afternoon i mean it was a tough afternoon we were up by the pool oh, yeah. chilling <laughs> out we had a few <laughs> beers so, so you know how the sun really takes the energy out of you yeah it's, it really draining that happens i was uh, in such a bad mood by the end of the night like just <laughs> ready to like fight everybody yeah yeah. Can we talk about the tooth situation? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So you, you've uh, you're missing I'm an missing appendage. A tooth. You're missing a tooth. The like the one would, of the front ones. Yeah, one of the front. Say, the uh, very obvious first, one. Most important one or the second most? Oh, well, you've mm. lost the one that they would take out if they needed to like make a child look childlike in a movie. They were like, oh, this is at that particular age, we're going to black yeah. out this. Right. He so looks the, like, four, yeah, he so looks the like 14 year old actually looks like the 10 year old they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I need to get a gold tooth. Oh, dude. Could you? I suppose. Is it an option? Wow. I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's got to be an option. 
I've never known anybody with a gold tooth. Not anyone I respected anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be the first. (laughs) So what happened? Oh, so this is a tooth that I broke along like four years ago here Mm -hmm. in Barcelona. I was Mm -hmm. just biking down and a kid stepped in front of me and I didn't quite stop in time. So he hit my handlebars and I flew over the handlebars and my mouth hit his head. Oh. Yeah, I actually chipped both of my front teeth, like half of one Mm. and like the other one completely off. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like <laughs> anything related to teeth. I don't like, you know, it's I'm like not going into, it. into someone's skull as well. Like yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's forceful. So uh. like, they glued him back on and it had been fine for a while. And then actually a couple months ago, it broke again, but like above the gum line. And I don't yeah. know why, but it just started wiggling. Right. And then so I was like, that's not good. And so oh, so you it. are going through like you're getting ready for puberty again. Yeah. Your teeth are falling out. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's been a trip. Finally, have hair on my nipples. <laughs> really? Uh, and you finally, so you went to into a, a quarantine, into mm. isolation, broke your tooth on the first day, and then finally got motivated to create a whole bunch of content, a yeah. whole bunch of uh, Instagram videos and stuff, which is great. It was very funny, but oh, it was man. just that day before I tested positive was like the best day of my life. I was like, I was feeling yeah. good. I did so much productive stuff. Mm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back into this Instagram game, lay it down, like make jokes. And then the COVID hit. And then, yeah, I can't like now I'm, I, I had to do a casting over the weekend. And like anytime that I had a line of dialogue, I would try to hold something in front of my face so that it was in person. No, it was like a taped cast. Oh, okay, but, cool. You know, and then, yeah, I have to go, I have to do a video podcast after this. Yeah. And I'm very, very much worried about yeah. angles. Because mm-hmm. it's not a good look. It's not the best. Not a good uh, look being toothless. Oh, <laughs> you'll you'll have a fix thing? before too long. Yeah. Are you going to do that thing where you can say, like, only get me from my good side? Yeah, of yeah. course. I say that anyway, but <laughs> they say, what side is that? And I'm like, the back side. The back side. But, um. So I might be just immune to COVID, right? I might just be, I How might the be the it's one. Possible. It's possible. I might be the one person that can't get, I think scientists should study me and just make the cure based on it. Cause I, my flatmate has it. I was doing the podcast with you guys last week. You guys had it. Uh, I've been in and around people with COVID so much mm-hmm. and haven't, haven't got it. Haven't felt symptoms, haven't anything. You had almost a positive test, right? Right. So, so I went to Ibiza uh, last week. I took two antigen tests beforehand, both were negative, one sort of official one, which allowed me to fly. Uh, And then while I was away in Ibiza, uh, I found out that someone that lives with me got a positive PCR. So I was like, okay, that's not ideal. And I came back (laughs) and took one of the antigens and it looked like maybe it was positive. So I took five days off and took a PCR and then the PCR was negative. Yeah. So it was just I had I had like half a half an isolation, half a quarantine, but didn't end up having COVID in the end, which is cool. I mean, I'm happy, happy not to have it, <laughs> which is cool. That, that, yeah, that's nice. God, life is so good for you, John. <laughs> Everything falls into place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Ibiza was good. Uh, yeah. James Regal organized the show really well. We sold more tickets than last time. Uh, people really enjoyed it. Everything flowed how together. Many, so how many is that then? Uh, I think about sixty, uh, okay. which is not. I mean, for him. I'd say he probably really needs to be selling about a hundred tickets to make it before he even really starts to make money out of it. But he's building a, a bit of a brand. Pikes really loves it. 
so it sounds like it's going to be a regular thing. They they sent him a message saying he he wasn't going to do it in August, but they've been like, we really want to make it work for August if we can. Mm. We're really? going to give him discounts I on am hotels, available, that kind of thing. <laughs> I I'll put in a good word uh, for you, man. Thanks, John. I think uh, you need a holiday. Yeah, man. I want to go to Ibiza. So you have to wait now, right? You have to wait three months before getting before you get a before vaccine, you get yeah. vaccinated. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, you're out of the running. Why? Uh, something, something side effects. Eh. I have a friend who is getting her second dose today and she was, she was at the place and they were like, oh no, you were exposed recently, like too recently. We can't give you the second dose Mm -hmm. just from being exposed to it. Not even testing positive or anything. I wonder if it's because your immune system is super primed to fight the virus. And now if your own cells are making viral proteins, it's like, let's fuck them up. And you start fucking up the. It just destroys the vaccine. Oh, okay. It does no, like the actual. Maybe thing. I wonder if it with your starts attacking the cells that are producing the mm-hmm. protein. Yeah, and my so my the co-host of the podcast I'm doing, um, coming up. She's just getting back from the mountains. She was just at an Airbnb. She got the virus two days after she got the second vaccine. So. Oh wow. It's a little nuts right now. No, but the we were talking about The vaccine doesn't give you the virus. The vaccine does not give you the virus. Cannot give you the virus. Um, but we were just, we were kind of talking about, because like you guys had it circling around you, right? Like this group that went to Ibiza and everything. But that was kind of chat around our group too. Was like all of our friends and everybody were saying, it's kind of this, feels this like it's circling. Around, it was, everyone felt it went it. through our demographic. It really did. You know, all the, it all wiped the through other us. waves that we went through. It never, I never knew somebody close that really caught it, except with the exception right. of Andy Casper. Yeah. I wonder if this like vaccine's 95% effective thing just leads to everyone being wildly less responsible. That is what I'm uh, thinking. Everyone just like no, goes out and starts making out with strangers. Or yeah, it's, I mean, I mean it's, it, it's uh, maybe a little bit of that, but it's mostly this Delta variant. I mean, it's just so much more transmissible than yeah. the previous version. Right. So is that. Is that 95%? Does that just not include the Delta variant? I got, like, I'm confused about what the 95% actually means. Uh, it might not include the Delta variant. Okay. I think it's 91 to 93, depending yeah, on, or 91 they, to 94, they depending it was much, on the... It wasn't as effective. It's not as, but it's still, I mean, Says your chances are pretty low. Double dose. Double dose on Pfizer. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, um, I got my third dose is the way to think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, no, but like, I think that the way to think about it is like rolling the dice. Every time you go out in public, you roll the dice and it's like, if it's 91%, then, you know, nine times out of a hundred, you're going to get it. And it's not, I don't know if that's like the best way to think about it, but it's if in terms of your risk factor, that's how you think about it. Yeah. I was funny. Cause I was, I was in the park the other day, um, after I cleared and, uh, I, I met this guy that I know he's an Indian actor. We had done some, some thing together. And he's like, oh, where, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I had been up in quarantine because of COVID. I got that Delta variant. He goes, the Delta one? I was like, yeah, kick my ass. He goes, yeah, it's from India. I, was like, <laughs> you, I don't think you should be proud of that, bro. <laughs> That's funny. It does, it does feel like, a, or at least it used to feel like a bit of a badge of honor, getting COVID, having had COVID. I used to meet people that, from New York that were like, yeah, I already had COVID. I'm like, oh, man, you are from New York, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was kind of, I wasn't sad to catch it yeah. so much. Now I've, I feel part of history. I was annoyed because it was my third week on a new job. Like I've just started Jeez. a job and it was like, boom, all yeah. at once. So I'm like already stressed out, not getting good sleep, 
not eating well, like new routine, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it's like also this. Come around with a virus. And yeah. you think it's made you quite like dull, right? It's quite, yeah. It's, it's, like, <laughs> oh man, it's, seriously, it was it was like getting it was like having like half of the like words taken out of your dictionary, right? Like wow. you just go to the dictionary and you're like, oh, I need a word for oh, there's nothing here. It's just gone. It's wild. When I like thought I might have it, have it, and I was waiting for the PCR, I was like so sure that I I did. I was like imagine, like I was like I don't think I have symptoms, and maybe I do, and yeah. like I, I'm forgetting stuff all the time, and I'm sleepy. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just wasn't feeling anything. I just I don't know. I don't mind the the like just like fumbling through words or taking longer to think about things. The biggest problem I'm having right now is I'll be having a conversation and. If it, it's the worst when I'm at work, but I'll be having a conversation and then I'll stop talking, assuming that I've said what I right. was intending to say. And they just are looking at me clearly <laughs> waiting for me to finish the thought. It's like, oh, I don't know where I... Waiting for you to wrap up. So do you plan yeah. out the end of the sentence, but then just not actually do it? I think that's what's happening because right. I just stopped talking because I'm, you know, I'm done. I yeah. think I'm done, but apparently I'm not. That's been weird. Yeah, you sound like you're stoned all the time now. Uh, well, I always sound stoned behind a mic anyway. <laughs> Slow it down. It's got that low, sultry voice. Now now that we've had some, some COVID here, we're doing a couple of steps to make it safer, right? Yeah, so we're, I mean, the easiest Hopefully. thing we can do is just reduce the capacity, I think. Because like once, once everyone starts drinking and we've got a bit of a culture around here that I think isn't really masks on and being super cautious like that. Uh, we'll try and get people to wear more masks, but I think just lowering the amount of people yeah. here for every show, 20 people maximum in the performance room, everyone's spread mm-hmm. out that way. Um, and then disinfecting between shows. Yeah. So just walk me through the numbers then, like on capacity. So you're saying re- reduce capacity again. So what's the actual, what's like the legal limit here, not including COVID? Like if there, if it was just on Monday in 2019, the how many people? The official li- limit is 75. Okay, and then with COVID, the government cuts that in half, or I think we're at 50 right now it's right at 50%, 50%. So, so you're like you're talking 35-ish, yeah. Yeah. right? And then you've already reduced it from there. Mm-hmm. Well, so for that Friday show, that was the first show that we had where we were like, "Oh, cool, the capacity's increased. Right. We can have a few more people." So we did have it at like 24. 24. Okay. And then I think for that show, we probably had about 28, maybe oh. even 30 in the room, which is like legally kind of what we're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. It sucks that we were finally feeling like we were ready, and then the, the first show that we did that for mm-hmm. turns out to have been the show that wasn't that good and so, and so now yeah. what do you do with that information where do you go from uh, there I, I, well now we're cutting down back to 20 right i think i, I think that's the the best thing we can do and again as per usual if people are super concerned about corona or whatever mm-hmm. then it's it's just don't be hanging out in a basement right anywhere like yeah that's that's not that's not a good idea yeah for sure stay upstairs and outside yeah i mean i was feeling so brave before it was like oh yeah i can go hang out in a basement i've got I've got the vaccine already ready to go. And now even having had it, knowing I should be immune, I'm still a little like, oh, should I even be here right now with just the three of us? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So feels naughty. Yeah. That's Corona, right? We've got some. Yeah. I was going to ask what else is on the list. Oh, uh, yeah. Is Michelle coming tonight? She said put her down as a maybe. Okay, cool. Yeah. Phil asked, so we'll just we'll keep it like that. Um, that's Michelle Wolf for anyone that's not on first name terms with her. Yeah. Um, not Michelle Colt, former 
podcast no. guest? No. 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 That's another great, fantastic, very, very funny Michelle, though, uh, for sure. Bacardi has offered, they've been giving us free stuff. We've been doing this drinks promotion with them uh, this month, which has been working out well, and it's going to be going for the next couple of months as well. Uh, and there's something about big businesses. Like, you know, Bacardi's one of the biggest brands yeah. alcohol-wise in the world. They've just figured out how to make bars like them and how to do stuff that makes us want to work with them. It's, it's like McDonald's. Like the service is just perfect because they've figured all of that stuff <laughs> out. So they're offering us some stuff that just seems very good to us. You know, they're giving yeah. us a lot of free drinks. Uh, they have offered to print, pay for, and design menus for us. Yep. Correct. Yep. And and not even menus just for the Bacardi products we have. Menus for all all of, of the stuff that we yeah. have. That's very cool. Yeah, so I think we'll probably just take them up on that, right? We're yep. not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna do it ourselves. Um, did you approach them or did they approach you? Oh, they very much approached us. They yeah. very much it's approached the, you. This guy Elios, and he knows how to he knows how to come as well. Like every time he he, he, he comes to see us, he, he brings gifts. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, so. And so does he? Does he just? I don't know what that job is. Does he just go door to door, bar to bar, like every single afternoon? It uh -huh. just... Yeah, he represents Bacardi in this neighborhood. I don't know, this, oh, this really? postcode or whatever. So he just looks after all the bars around here and so visits specific. them whenever he can. And Oh, cool. Yeah. And so he's just coming in, it's kissing ass and handing out booze and Pretty much. menus. and. But like, much. it's it's worked out. So like the one, the first promotion, he came in and he was like, all right, we're going to, if you want to be part of our open neighborhood promotion... You, you offer your customers these six cocktails, and if they sign up online and give us th their email, mm -hmm. we'll cut the price in half. So these cocktails are normally six euros. You can sell them for three. And these are 12, oh, and you can sell them for six. Now, when somebody buys one of those cocktails, we will pay you the full price. Mm -hmm. So, like, somebody gets a, the six-euro cocktail. Right. And, but the customer gives us six euros, and then Bacardi gives us six euros. No way. So, yeah, they're just, I mean, they're pouring money into it. They want to create a long-term business relationship with us and they want to mine people's data, yeah. I guess. But it's, so uh, when, it's great. So when he came in, he pitched the idea. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> God, I don't want to make fancy drinks. No. I don't want to have to fuck with cocktails. Mm -mm. There was like six steps to get this, like, yeah. to get the, the discount. And I was like, nobody's going to want to do this. This is not going to work. It's dumb, 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 dumb. John's like, no, let's give it a shot. It worked like gangbusters. It's no been way. great. People really appreciate having the nice drinks. The the cocktails, uh, John does a good job making them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're, yeah, we make money out of it. Like Bacardi's making money out of it. Right. It works because we have, like most of our customers are super regular customers and they want to support us and they know we're not making much money. And they don't make, make much money. So it's like a free way they can support us just by going through yeah. a little bit of hassle. Uh, so I think that's the reason it's working so well for us. Uh, mm. So yeah, if people mm -hmm. want to do that, definitely get the six euro cocktails because it's a little bit of a scam from from Bacardi, just a tiny little bit. Sure. Because yeah. they come and they're like, here are the three euro cocktails, here are the six euro ones. And then you're like, okay, cool. We're going to be selling heaps of the six euro ones. The six euro ones are quite easy to make. They're super fancy liquor, very delicious. But then the three euro ones are kind of, they seem like the ones that people want, like mojitos, a lot of stuff uh, with like uh, mint leaves and stuff. And stuff so that it's just a real hassle to make. Those mojitos are fucking 
Yeah, we I bought a mint plant because I thought oh, that would, no. I thought it would like reproduce mint at the rate we were making <laughs> mojitos. We need a mint farm. <laughs> we need uh, yeah, we needed at least like a rotation plot. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Uh, so we're not even making the mojitos now, but that, but no. that's kind of what they're doing. So they they set up this whole thing that seems really good, but then everyone just ends up buying the Bacardi mojito because that's what people want. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting uh, how they framed it. Yeah. Uh, it's still cool. Like I'm not angry with Bacardi. I think they're no, I been very nice. It this is one of those like Matt learned a lesson thing because I really didn't think it would work and it's worked really well. I mean, these guys do marketing and all that for a living, right? Like that's their that's whole the thing. So he came back in the uh, the other day. Uh, and John wasn't here, and then he just sold me on any. I would have bought anything. <laughs> but what's cool it. is he offered these to-go cans at yeah. the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. If we a especially if we go back to having a curf, just gin and tonic, rum and coke, yeah, whiskey, cola. And, oh shit! Uh, we just stop selling. Mojito. Stop selling everything else at that stage. Be like, look, if you want drinks, cool. We could do a package discount. You know, mm. four for fifteen euros or whatever, whatever it, is. it is. Um. Yeah, that's cool. I kicked someone out last night. Yeah, oh, you yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Early. Like, early, fast. Fast. I, I, he was already being a bit of a dick up at the bar. He was he was being quite nasty to, to Kyla. Is that what was going on? Yeah, he was being very rude. Okay. Just very rude. Sometimes people, I don't know why this is, but sometimes people come into a comedy club <laughs> and feel like yeah. the whole game that everyone plays all the time is just to be an asshole yeah. to everyone. And that's like what comedy is. Or yeah. what it, we still, for the most part, like people to be nice. Uh, <laughs> it just feels normal. And we do kind of do a bit of banter and we make jokes about each other. But if it's if you just go and your intention is just to kind of whatever. I didn't understand anything that guy's ever said anyway. Right, so well, such a weirdo. He, yeah, he kind of had like a weird, like I, I got the feeling that he felt like he was like being excluded, and so I was like, try to talk to was. him. And, well, that's the thing. Like, so I'm like trying to talk to him or whatever, and I just realized it was like nothing. There is no connection, and then yeah. I started talking to you and Kyla and them, and my partner turns to him and they start talking. I have no idea what they were talking about, but apparently she wasn't into it, but she was stuck. Yeah. And she could not get away. That's the funniest thing about working behind the bar is you watch people get stuck. Oh. Like there's just, mm -hmm. there's, I don't, it's, it's, it's like personality matching. Yeah. You know, some people just kind of, they have their story and they're going to tell it. Yeah. And then you just watch other people get, trapped into that story right someone that talks too much with someone that can't extricate themselves yeah. from a situation yeah yeah so so he was being a dick upstairs then i came downstairs and right so i'd started and the show and it was going pretty well like the audience was liking it probably done about 10 minutes yeah about material. that and then he came in and sat like right in the middle dead center dead center uh sort of like staring at me I hate it when people stare at me when I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was kind of looking weird. And, and I, I mucked up the joke that I was in the middle of telling because he walked in, because yeah. he interrupted the show. I've like, yeah. I, I repeated a sentence. And then he immediately, as soon as I repeated one sentence, he did this kind of like, hurry up, move it along. <laughs> no signal. way. And I was like, that was that was it for me. I was like, what are you doing, man? Get out. Like, just get out. Yeah. Uh, so see, I kicked I him didn't, out. I didn't see that part. Because I just, all of a sudden, I you just like... You seem to just switch really quickly. I totally did, and that's that's why I felt bad because the audience didn't see the the signal he made, and they didn't, yeah. had no idea what was going on upstairs. <laughs> so I was just like bantering, bantering, joking, and then you I was like, "Get, get the out. fuck out! You get out!" 
Uh, oh, no, I like the way what you said, though. You said something like, you know, you don't have to be here or, you know, you can go or something like that. Like, you know, you don't have to stay. Right. And I thought that was pretty, pretty OK. And he he took it fast. He, he didn't left, fight. He, he just straight stood away. up and left. Yeah. Yeah. So I initially said get out. And then I was like, you know, like if you don't want to be here or something like that. Yeah. And then, and then he did leave. Like if it wanted to stay, if it'd been like, no, I'm sorry, like. Can I stay? I just want to watch the show. I would have been like, fine. Yeah. But we're I, like, I was letting him into the show for free. Yeah. Because it wasn't sold out or whatever. And he was there hanging out. And then he I, it just, it was so clear he was going to spend the entire show trying to put off the comedians. Oh, just trying to like that. psych them out or whatever. Yeah, I was yeah, like, no, yeah. you can't do that. So I kicked him out of the showroom and then he went upstairs and immediately called Kyler a bitch. No. <laughs> Oh so then no! She was sort of serving him a drink, and I came up and I was like, "Look, I'm sorry, I kicked you out, but you can't do this. Like, this is what's what's happened." Yeah. And then she heard that and was like, "You know what? I'll buy this drink. Here's a refund. You've had enough." Uh, yeah. And and that was it. That was all she had to say. We just we both turned around in sort of a <laughs> mafioso type silence. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was dope. Yeah. Uh, and he got the message and, and, and took off. Up. I've got a bit of a taste for it now, though. Uh, for kicking people out I, I felt like the surge of power that it gave me and now yeah. I'm like it's just anyone for any infraction <laughs> I'm tempted <laughs> we'll see so that was uh, interesting so that's experience. a warning <laughs> to anybody Don't be listening a dick. but the show I'm so glad that I did it so soon yeah. oh, because yeah. the, the rest of the audience was amazing terrified super positive mm-hmm. terrified but if I hadn't done that he would have poisoned the show he would have just yeah. sat there making it worse and worse and worse and everyone would have hated him and yeah well it seemed like the audience immediately was on your side though yeah like nobody so. was like it wasn't like a shocking like it didn't send a chill through the room everyone just kind of eased up and yeah for sure. great good to go i was pleased with that definitely. it's pretty funny though like watching you guys having seen you from when you were talking about starting it to now how much that's changed yeah like how much your capabilities have have shifted they're grown more powerful well it's it's kind of like you ever like i don't know like it's like watching somebody go like you meet them before they go to boot camp or something and they come out on the other side and you're like oh man that three months i don't know what they did to you but you're like a different person it's like a captain america style transformation or, ready to go yeah or like you delta know force. like sending kids delta to force. <laughs> oh man, that's that's Delta Force. That's our squad name now. <laughs> we can rebrand the podcast. It's it's not oh, yeah. too late. Delta Force One. Delta Force One. Uh but yeah, it's been really cool seeing you guys do that. Like the cool. bar is like shaped up. I noticed it last night when we walked in and like when I, when you first opened up and there were like twelve bottles of liquor on the wall in Toto, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was like you've got that whole wall, two huge shelves, and just like one thing of fireball that is open and like a couple of like yeah, <laughs> like a Jack Daniels bottle that hasn't seen hasn't had its seal broken in two weeks, yeah. and now the wall is looking excellent. Yeah. Like the whole there. thing's We're looking pretty around. good. We're getting menus printed. You're getting menus yeah. printed. You got man, you got people approaching you. You're like the bell of the ball right now. It's yes, yeah, you're looking good. We do we do have a something of a of a deadline in the future though. Yeah, which uh, is in terms of because our initial six month contract mm-hmm. is up at the end of August, correct? Yeah, I think so. So like one month now, just it's yeah. five weeks. Yeah. Uh, so we've been, Matt's been talking with the the owner mm-hmm. and she's now said that she wants to sell the license. She's been sort of flip-flopping a little bit yeah. back and forth. Uh, initially it was 27 grand for the license. Then she didn't want to sell the license, which right. worked for us because it means we just keep renting the space. And now it looks like she's saying she wants to sell the license for 50K and keep uh, or put the rent at 
eighteen hundred a month, yeah. uh, which it would which it would stay at for probably five years or something rather. That seems like a worthwhile investment. Yeah, I think creative. <laughs> I think creatively, it's an incredibly worthwhile investment. I yeah. think if you have fifty k and you want to make money, it's it's a, a, probably a bad investment. Uh, yeah. I think we want to be here and we want to work here and we want to make it as good as it can be. And that passion is going to make it make money, mm -hmm. but it's not the smart way to make money. No, it's the smart way to be better at comedy. As you say, it's been like a boot camp for us. Yeah. This is what we're both passionate about. It's what we both want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's triple the rent that we started paying. Like our rent yeah. was 600 a month. Yeah. And now it's at, right. at 1800. It's not a lot of room. There's no room for error at that you know, point. You have to yeah. make that. You have and to be hitting all your nights. And I think it would still nights. be profitable. Uh, we still can do it, but um, yeah, it's all the variables as well. You know, yeah. we shut down for ten days this past couple of weeks. That that costs us. Uh, it's like stepping into a new, a new ball park, right? Like yeah. all mm -hmm. of a sudden, stakes are much higher, mm -hmm. and and I the stakes are much higher, and I have less of a, a cushion to, yeah, I don't know, protect things. Yeah. yeah. I think I do think we can make it work, but I'm I'm interested in getting all I can creatively out of this place, uh, mm -hmm. and if that means invest. I mean, people get loans, people do this kind of thing all the yeah. time. You know, it's just how business works, I guess. I mean, how what's what are what's going to make uh, the decision for you? Like, what are you thinking about? Because what's the the choice is stay here for the license. What we got to find that money and like stay here, mm -hmm. or we go and find a new space. Yeah. Right? So finding a new space, I just. <laughs> If we found a new space that was that was more suitable and more ideal, and we were able to go the route of starting an association, which yeah. means we'd be able to sell alcohol and pay ourselves and pay other comedians uh, without having to be a business or have a bar license. So if we were able to do that, we basically avoid the 50 grand that we'd have to pay, but it would mean changing the way we're doing business and changing the location. So I think the, the other location we would find would have to be great. Um, and for those listening, uh, what's an association? How is that different? So like, what would that path look like for it's you a guys? Different license. Yeah. Yeah. So it's effectively what the marijuana clubs here do. Right. Uh, so it's a private members organization, mm -hmm. uh, and you go, you become a member, you have a membership card. But you can sign people up on the door. So people could come to a show, you just sign them up. It's a free, you don't have to pay for membership. You get a little card, you go inside. Mm -hmm. And then because it's a private area, you're allowed to sell marijuana. It's why the weed clubs do it. Or you're allowed to sell alcohol uh, privately. As long as it, privately, as long as it's not making a profit. But that's obviously a little bit weird. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's just a different way of doing it that's not a tourist bar open to everyone right all the time is that interesting at all for you guys very like yeah you, i mean the do people, you want to do that a hundred percent the people yeah. that come here come for shows so yeah. we're barely getting people off the street i don't even like it when people come in off the street yeah. like, well because you have to off, kick them out 10 minutes into the show yeah well exactly uh or it's just like kind of a waste of time for us because you end up spending a lot of time entertaining this person that ends up spending two euros right uh so it's just not where I think energy is best directed. Mm -hmm. uh, but what we're doing now is the easy option and it's yeah. working well and like why fix what isn't broken? Mm -hmm. uh, we've built up so much momentum. We're both, I think, having a good time doing it. And we both think if we keep doing it, even at 1800 euros, if we're both committed to working here often, we definitely 
make it positive financially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just don't. I just don't think we either of us earn big money. No. At least well, in the know. at least in the near term future, if we manage to get Patreon supporters, right, or do this membership system, right, we would have to we would have to like really step up the ticket sales. I think. Yeah, and probably do more shows ourselves. Yeah. Uh, just the way that we're doing it with comedians at the moment, we're paying them out seventy percent, but then we end up paying VAT and other stuff, and we'll pay tax on that, and it's just like well, and it's paying them to do a job that we can. We can do, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a lot of hassle. But yeah, we need to have like multiple shows a night and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Get them in and get we them out. We can do it. I mean, that's the plan. And there's more and more people that want to do shows and we're expanding into the Spanish community and yeah, everything's possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, and come September, we're going to have audiences again. <laughs> Hopefully so. I reckon uh, people say in Barcelona, for everyone listening, that August is a, a terrible month because a lot of people go away on holiday and, yeah. and uh, that kind of thing. I don't think that's going to be the case for us this August because other shows are going to stop. It's such a small yeah. space. There's tourists are coming back. Uh, well, that so I was really expecting July to be just a barren wasteland, and those two weeks before we locked uh, closed down yeah. were amazing. Yeah, I sold out the the bomb shelter with very little effort, and the I think Harris had a, a thirty ticket sale magic show. That's huge and, for Harris. Yeah. Oh man, that's a big night. And it was like it was just one after another. Oh, that uh, that Tuesday was a huge. We set a record for like revenue. Like, yeah, was, everything was on fire. And then and then nothing. And then yeah, well, but um, no fault of your own. Well, it'll be coming no, back. it's literally my fault. Yeah, don't have fun I'll, anymore. I, Stay inside. I, uh, we should like everybody that that ha- had the virus. We should. Uh, we hope you're feeling better. Victoria is feeling better. Oh, fantastic! Way. She's out uh, of the hospital. Great. Yeah. Uh, Somebody went to the hospital. Yeah. Did we adequately cover the coronavirus situation? Somebody went we to the hospital? We talked about it n- plenty, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, so, quickly. So, bomb shelter. Can you just... Because we've never done this on the show before and ex- actually explained what's happening. So, magic is obvious on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. right? What is comedy bomb shelter? Because you've been doing that for years. Yeah. It's just... It's a it's a comedy showcase here at Pub Limerick. Yeah. Every and Friday it's, night. And it's been at Pub Limerick since before it was the clubhouse for oh, how yeah. long? Uh, I don't know. Exa- I think I've been running that for three or four years. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the show the, that made me know about this bar. I mean, yeah. The, I, me when too. When I started running Same. it, like, that's when I was thinking of yeah. comedy club. And I actually went, <laughs> I thought that was Hannah's show because I came one what? week. I came the very first time I came, Hannah was hosting. You weren't here. Really? Yeah. Oh, this crazy. was in like 2018? Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. And then, so then you've got Sunday Fun Days on Sundays, mm-hmm. which is? Open mic comedy. Open mic comedy. And who and shows up to those normally? Is it actual, like, usually when I think of an open mic, it's people that you wouldn't have ever heard of or seen or you Same might not mix. even we want have, to come. We have a couple pro comedians, a yeah. couple uh, real amateur Okay. Open mic. Yeah. It's usually think, five minutes per person, so yeah. just it cycles that's very f- quick. Yeah, that's a fast show. And then also on Sundays you have Casita uh, de Comedia, mm-hmm. which is a Spanish open mic. Spanish open mic. So it's just all open on Sundays. And then the big show is Saturday. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Well, it? we charge more money for the show on Saturday, yeah. so it should be better in theory. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I host it. It's a bit hit yes, miss for most of the time. Uh, we're Last doing night a banger. 
Last night was phenomenal. I was so happy with that. Was what so a crowd last night. Like, what a crowd. We had we sold six tickets. There's a few extra people <laughs> in there. But they were just all all spot on. Yeah. All spot on. There's not often you get a good audience. Yeah. Uh, and what is the show though? The show has been a gong show. Um to be honest, I don't think it's the best. Yeah. Uh I don't think it's the best. I th- I, I think because comedians are such different levels in Barcelona, making everyone do a six minute gong and then subjecting everyone to the, to the pressure of it. Uh, and people don't want to do the show. Comedians don't want to do the show as mm-hmm. much. Uh, and I think- The audience doesn't seem to want to gong. The, they either don't want to, or, or they they're like do it savage. Too damn much. And it like, so it, immediately at the start of the show, what you're doing is you're setting the audience against the comedians. That's what you're trying to create <laughs> for a gong show. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it's a kind of a strange dynamic. I'm going to change it somehow. It might end up being gong in the first half and then sort of longer extended professional sets in the second half. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe makes sense. And we do free pizza for that show. Best pizza in town, Pizzeria Capri. Shout out. What, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. And so what's coming up this week? Anything or is it just the normal lineup? Pub quiz. Pub yeah. quiz. Pub quiz. The clubhouse pub house. Pub quiz. Exactly <laughs> yeah, right. that's the one. The clubhouse pub house quiz. On Thursday night. How much is it? Five euros. Five euros. Oh, that's not bad. Should we? It's an amazing. Is there like a team limit size or are we all, what are we doing? Yeah, I think we said two to five. Two to five. Two to five. uh, And it's going to be science, comedy and culture related. Uh, We'll have a guest questioner, Jamie McDonald, hopefully. Uh, He'll be asking questions about the euros. Matt will do science (laughs) questions. Hell yeah. And I'll do Barcelona culture. Tell us a story. Cool. Type thing. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be something different. Uh, yeah. And that's every week? I think it's going to be every week. Starting this Thursday? Eventually. Hopefully. At what time? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock? Cool. Thursday's at nine. What? Yeah. Cool. That's it. That's no, the, no, no, that's no. the yeah, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you got somewhere to be. Matt, where yep. can people find you online? I'm going to do your part. At Dr. Matthew Murtha. John? Uh, at John Ellis Comedy. Zach? You cannot find me on the internet. He's offline. He's he a works serial killer. in the background. He likes uh, to pull the pull the strings. Yeah, you can email Zach at ZachKnewson.com. And if you can spell it, you're allowed to email <laughs> yeah. me. But none of those words are spelled like you think. I'm going to share the link. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put it in the summary, the episode yeah. summary. Well, thank you, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, all, as cool. always. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. That's it. Cheers, everyone. All right. Thanks Peace. for listening to the Constructing Clubhouse. Be sure to stay tuned next week. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and cut.